Hey everyone, I'm David Chalian, the CNN Political Director. This is the CNN Political Briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Friday, September 24th. Guess what? Donald Trump lost the 2020 election. Yes, that's still as true today as it was nearly a year ago. Over the past five months or so, you may have observed this absurd circus-like process that has been going on in Maricopa County, Arizona. That's home to Phoenix. And it is a county that Joe Biden won in 2020. And his win there was critical to his winning that state the first time a Democrat won Arizona in a presidential contest since 1996. So you can understand in a state that had been Republican-leaning why Donald Trump may be smarting over his loss there. Of course, if you've been following the former president and his rants and antics at all, you know that he's been smarting about his loss for the entirety of the 2020 election. But Arizona was a place that his allies and supporters and some of his fellow conspiracy theorists sort of focused their attention. The Senate Republicans there in Arizona had hired out this company called Cyber Ninjas to come in and do what was a totally sham audit. To even use the word audit is wrong. It's like a partisan, purely partisan review of the totally legitimately certified Maricopa County vote. Just remember the Republican governor there, Doug Ducey, certified the votes that Joe Biden won Arizona. But none of that, of course, stopped Donald Trump from galvanizing his supporters to watch what's happening in Arizona. But here's the reality, folks. When we say facts are stubborn things, this is how stubborn they are. Joe Biden got more votes in Maricopa County than Donald Trump. That's a fact. That fact was even so impenetrable that this entirely rigged partisan review of the vote that went through all these sort of looking at ballots and a hand count and claiming that there was bamboo in the ballot. I mean, it, the whole thing was a circus. But not even that could penetrate the fact that Joe Biden won the county and won the state. And so we're left with this notion, oh, great, finally, the facts now are out there even from this partisan point of view and people will come around. But of course, that's not the case. And overturning the result of the election is actually not Donald Trump's mission. Donald Trump's mission is to continue to sow as much doubt in our electoral institutions as possible for 2022 and truly for 2024, since we all know he's actively considering yet another run for the White House. And here's the reality. One of America's two major political parties, the Republican Party, Donald Trump's party, is fully bought into this lie. I mean, you may remember our most recent polling showed that among Republicans, 78 percent say that Joe Biden did not legitimately win the 2020 election, and 54% of them say there's solid evidence of that where no evidence exists. This is the fact. Donald Trump's continued grip on the Republican Party is preventing our democracy from healing nearly a year after he lost re-election. Because it doesn't stop in Arizona, folks. This absurdity is spreading to other states. We saw just last week Donald Trump sent a letter to the Secretary of State of Georgia asking for more investigation there, despite the fact that he lost the state of Georgia. We see his Republican allies in Pennsylvania trying to gear up for some kind of forensic audit. And now he made a request in Texas, a state Donald Trump won. 
but of course, where he has enough political supporters and allies to continue this charade, the Secretary of State just last night announced that they are now beginning a so-called audit of the four largest counties, two largest Democratic, two largest Republican counties in Texas, and going to take a look at that vote there, which Trump is championing. Again, none of this None of this has anything to do with even a scintilla of evidence that the election was fraudulent. It all has to do with continuing to sow doubt in the minds of Republicans to keep that ironclad bond Donald Trump has with the voters in his party. Two other things to think about as you consider this moment of our democracy in crisis. Trump, yet again, never such a thing as a true loyalty test there. It's only a one-way street. His best buddy, his lackey, Lindsey Graham, he's now going after him and another Republican senator, Mike Lee, because of what Bob Woodward and Robert Costa are reporting in their new book, Peril, that those two senators actually searched for fraud in the aftermath of the election and could find none. So what did Trump say? He said, Lindsey and Mike should be ashamed of themselves for not putting up the fight necessary to win. These are his allies. Lindsey Graham has been twisted himself into a pretzel to please Donald Trump, and he can't even get the love. And this comes as we just got the first subpoenas from the House Select Committee investigating the January 6th insurrection, which, of course, is directly tied to the big lie. And the closest advisors to Donald Trump, including his chief of staff, Mark Meadows, Dan Scavino, and uh, Steve Bannon, who was clearly giving counsel to the former president from the outside. They've all been subpoenaed. So now we're going to learn what did Trump's inner circle know in the advance of January 6th, because this is going to be critical. As we also see that the Biden White House perhaps may be willing to forgo some executive privilege claims that Trump may make, we may get to what did the president know and when did he know it about what was going to happen on January 6th? It is that kind of true investigation and truth that hopefully will lead to healing of our democracy. But clearly, Donald Trump is doing everything he can to keep it broken for his own political advantage. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. CNN Political Briefing is a product of CNN Audio. Megan Marcus is our executive producer. Greg Peppers is our supervising producer. Mohammed Darwish is our senior producer. Our episodes are produced by David Rind, Krista Bowe, and Taylor Galgano. We'll be back on Monday.